New Thought Guy. Three, two, one. So here, here's, here's a go. Here, here's how it goes. Twas the week after Christmas, and all through the house, nothing would fit me, not even a blouse. The cookies I'd nibbled, the eggnog I did taste, all the holiday parties had gone to my waist. When I got on the scales, those arouse, there arouse such a number. When I walked to the store, less a walk than a lumber. I'd remember the marvelous meals I'd prepared the gravies and sauces and beef nicely reared, the wine and the rum balls, the bread and the cheese, and the way I'd never said, no, thank you, please. So away with the last of the sour cream dip, get rid of the fruitcake, every cracker and a dip. Every last bit of food that I like must be banished till all the additional ounces have vanished. I won't have a cookie, not even a lick. I'll want only to chew on a long celery stick. I won't have hot biscuits or cornbread or pie. I'll munch on a carrot and quietly cry. <laughs> I'm hungry, I'm lonesome, and life is a bore. But isn't that what January is for? <laughs> Unable to giggle, no longer a riot. Happy New Year to all, and to all, a good diet. <laughs> so, it's the day after Christmas, and hopefully um, the family is in food exhaustion somewhere and not bothering you as much, or watching football or something, taking naps, or have finally left for their home. <laughs> and the chaos of so much merriment that we've had for the last few weeks or the last few days is starting to calm down. You know, I, I, I love some Christmas music in my life, but after three weeks straight of listening to Christmas music, because if, if you're out and about at all, you know, in a mall or a store, the grocery store, anywhere, they're always playing Christmas music starting right after, the day after Thanksgiving. And it's exhausting, I think. And I love Christmas music. Um, but... By the time we get to Christmas Day, all I want for Christmas is no more Christmas music. Um, although we did watch White Christmas yesterday. We had that running over and over again. That's, that's such a great... Kwanzaa's, uh, Kwanzaa starts actually today. This is the first day of Kwanzaa. It starts today. And it celebrates um, the seven principles of Nguzu Saba. It's an African... Um, a celebration that uh, began in the 60s or, or became a thing in the 60s, a, a, a holiday that was, you know, this starting this week kind of thing. 
anyway, they they celebrate these seven principles, and um, three of them I wanted to remind us of. One is called umoja, and pardon me if I'm saying that incorrectly, which means unity. And talking about the oneness of the African family in Kwanzaa, but it's the oneness of all of us as a family and community in the world. And we have to always remember, no matter the politics, no matter the vaccination status, no matter even the religious uh, tradition or spiritual tradition that we um, adhere to, we are all one in the universe. And God does not see your religion. All of that is BS. Um, that uh, we are all one in the eyes of the universe. And so I like that idea of umoja, which is, means unity. They also have one uh, called Kuji Chagulia. Again, pardon me if I'm saying that incorrectly. Called self-determination is the translation. Defining, naming, creating, and speaking for ourselves. Like the Joan of Arc in the guided meditation was talking about her faith in herself and her divine purpose that she realized was her life's purpose. She lived it. She lived it with all the gusto and all the uh, fulfillment that her intelligence as a human living a spiritual uh, or a spiritual being living a human life could muster. And uh, finally, um, the, the third one I wanted to bring up of the seven was Imani, which means faith. And having the faith and the knowing and the allowing and the awakening, that's what we've been talking about all year is awakening. Awakening just even a teeny bit more to that divine presence that is within us and using that to to bring into our lives, to reveal into our lives. It doesn't have to be bringing a thing, a new thing, a new toy, a new microphone, a new this or that in our lives, but just a peace of mind for a second. Five minutes more a day to just do that. That's an awakening. And that comes from faith. Faith not in a religious way, but in a way of knowing that the universe is conspiring for us. And as we take action in mind, body, and spirit, we commune with that power. And, and you, that's faith. Faith has nothing to do with the Bible. Faith nothing, has nothing to do with uh, um, Muhammad or Yeshua or, or any of those people. Alive, dead, or made up. It has to do with our connection with the universe or God or the divine or the power and presence or spirit or nature, whatever you want to call it. Today is also Boxing Day. Have you heard of Boxing Day? Boxing Day is celebrated in many of the present and former British Commonwealth countries. And it's not about pugilistic endeavors. It's not that kind of boxing. Boxing Day is, um, is, is about expressing your appreciation and thanks to those who have 
worked for you or are in the service industry or tradespeople that have um, uh, provided their time and talent to make your life easier. The male person could be somebody you celebrate on Boxing Day. Most offices in the British Commonwealth or what was the British Commonwealth are closed, except for, of course, pubs. They um, pretty much never close. They may not open as early as usual. I think on Sundays they don't open quite as early, but they're open, so there's always able to go to the pub. But Boxing Day, um, is when members of the merchant class now originally this has changed over the decades and over the centuries i believe it began a couple of centuries ago but um, boxing day is when members of the merchant class would take boxes of food and fruit and give them to their servants or whatever you want to call them tradespeople, and the less fortunate as well um, it's sort of like the people downstairs in downton abbey those are the people that you're celebrating and, and helping out on Boxing Day because they worked on Christmas Day usually to make your Christmas party fun. Tomorrow on Monday, the 27th, is National Fruitcake Day. Yay! That is the day we throw away that gift <laughs> that seems more like a curse than an act of love. It's the also it's also the day we head back to the mall because the the, the uh, if they didn't start today they're starting tomorrow the post Christmas um, sales so we can take our all those gift cards that we've received and, and start spending those babies and of, the, of course this Friday in the year of 2021-22 that that in between time is of course New Year's Eve right however. It's also, I don't know who celebrates this, but it's also Make Up Your Mind Day. So all during the year, I don't know about you, but I'm sure I have on a few things here and there, we put on hold many issues and many decisions. Anybody here do that? Um, so now on the 31st, on Friday, it will be time to pay the piper and resolve those issues, at least in your mind, you can take action the next day, but at least in your mind, um, start resolving those issues and uh, do that before you, um, well, you want to do that before the evening when you get wasted watching Ryan Seacrest on Dick Clark's New York's New Year's Rock and Eve. So you want to make sure you do that uh, earlier in the day. This week, we will go from cozy fires to fireworks. We'll go from praying to partying, and we'll move from holly berries to January 1st hangovers. And for many, this is a weird, lazy week, and it's a time to blow off steam, to release that energy of analyzing the year that has passed, as people start analyzing the year that has passed during this week, and to start awakening the energy of anticipating the year that we have decided is going to be amassing starting January 1st. 
you don't have to start at January 1st. You could start January 4th. Don't let that whole January 1st thing push you around. You want to wait to the 4th? Wait to the 4th. But how do we do that? How do we anticipate this amass, amassing of new energy? Ralph Waldo Emerson said, when we have arrived at the question, the answer is very near. Because once we get to the question, there's nothing left but the answer to show up. And of course, the answer is inside you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't even have to ask anybody, really. You can. You can go to your allies or your therapist or whatever you want to call that, your best friend, your parent, and ask for help, ask for guidance, your minister, whatever. But you don't have to, because all the answers, of course, are inside you. But how do you get to those answers that are inside you? Well, you know that too. You do that with contemplation. You do that with meditation and actuation. You do it with activation, affirmation, calibration, and celebration. You do that with confirmation, declaration, and emancipation. Think about every one of those words. You do that with excitation, excitation, expectation, illustration, and incubation. Sometimes these ideas need to be incubated a bit. You do that with inspiration, invocation, and jubilation. And all with the ventilation of the old and the acclimation of the new. Now here's five habits of some great advice I found from a person named Sam Brown. And she is the founder of Smart Twenties. It's a website. I tell you, I Google things and I look and something attracts my eye and I push on it and I find these crazy blogs. Not crazy in a weird way, but crazy in this wild, fun way. Anyway, she writes a blog for 20-year-olds because I presume she's still that. And this is an article from a couple years ago, I believe. And so she's the founder of Smart Twenties. And there are five. The first one is create a list of your accomplishments. And what I want to say about that is, you know, we've all had accomplishments all year. Some of them might be very small. You didn't have to cure this or that. You didn't have to get over some um, big dis-ease in your body to have had an accomplishment. You didn't have to... Um, start a new company or a new career or anything like that to have an accomplishment this year. You don't have to think about the big accomplishments. Nothing is too small for this list. I got up every morning. Boom. There's one. Write that first one down. I took my vitamins or my medications or whatever 98% of the time all year. Boom, an accomplishment. Nothing is too small. Number two, she said, create a list of the biggest lessons you've learned. Now, um, she talked about, and other people who have had similar lists to this, talk about the lessons from our failures. 
Yeah, I guess when you have a failure, it's a lesson that shows up so that you can step away from that failure. But you know, I don't like to focus on that word. We don't need to call things that didn't quite work out the way we thought or the way we anticipated in our spiritual work didn't quite work out because like I said in my dream talk, if anybody remembers that dream talk, maybe we were standing at the corner and so the law of a cause and effect, the law of attraction kind of brought us a middling version of that which we had this thought we decided to reveal in our lives and it wasn't quite as pretty or uh, successful as we thought. But that's not a failure. It's just something that didn't work out the way we preferred. And the lesson there, of course, is to make sure that we release more of the doubt that we evidently had that, that didn't bring what we envisioned or better, of course. Because sometimes that happens, but, but fine, okay, fine. It's a drag, maybe you're a little depressed about it for 45 minutes. Great, have at it. But then remember, like flowers, that is fertilizer for the next step. That is fertilizer for busting through, soaring, and zooming. Maybe not with that idea, but for your next idea. Success is always built on lessons learned. Whether that is lessons learned from zero from not knowing anything about this idea that you have uh, about your life or from lessons learned from things that have shown up good bad or indifferent don't let life's stuff don't let the pandemic the omicron the news the divorce you might have gone through any losses or illnesses that have shown up for you or people close to you get in the way of your accomplishment list or your lessons any lessons that you can think of learned list don't let any of that get in your way from compelling you to think smarter to Act bolder every day, a little bit more every day. And take some time this week for radical forgiveness for yourself especially and, and others around you. Or if you're still holding on to some past junk that might show up, I do too now and again. I don't always know it by name. But when I stop and think about, wow, why did I snap at that person? Or why am I so grumpy about something? It shows up. The memory shows up. It may not be, you know, who wants to relive those memories, especially the negative one? Well, yeah. Who wants to relive those negative memories? But the idea, the feeling, the emotion, not so much feeling, but the emotion kind of creeps up. There's a lesson learned right there. Now, I'll allow that to be forgiven. Allow yourself to be forgiven for bringing it up somehow to still being triggered by it. Let's end this year not as victims, but as victors. And then have a toast to ourselves in any way you want to have a toast. It doesn't have to be alcohol. 
Number three was book outstanding appointments. I like this one. You can start your new year by finishing up the old one. Servicing your car, that dentist appointment, et cetera, et cetera. These are not appointments that have to be completed before Friday. They're appointments to be made before Friday. To get that off your list, it could be, you know, especially if it's a medical thing, you may not see them for two months depending on how they do their appointments. But it adds to your accomplishment list right there are little things. Number four, clean out your wardrobe. We've gone, I did a whole talk about this. If you haven't seen the show, you've heard of the show about the, uh, the, the idea that uh, is a, a Japanese um, a system of if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. So declutter your life, whether it's... Uh, a clothes or anything else. It doesn't have to be about clothes. Find the joys in your life and keep them. And the rest, get them ready for donation. Get them ready for selling. Get them ready to be re removed from your life. And gifted in one way or another, whether it's by receiving money for it or just giving it away. Or recycling it somehow. Share that joy that you used to have with that of clothing or whatever number five is upgrade your surroundings now i know most people have probably spent uh buku bucks over christmas in one way or another everybody has their own definition of what buku bucks is some of it is some people it's a hundred dollars some people it's a hundred thousand dollars whatever those are just numbers however upgrade your surroundings doesn't have to be a lot of money. It can be little things. Buy a new pillow. Not Mr. Thor. Buy a new pillow. <laughs> Buy a desk plant. Buy a new comfortable desk chair, which don't have to be expensive. I know desk chairs can get very pricey. You don't have to buy those fancy video chairs that the people that the you know chubby guy in the basement is watching or playing his video games with. Those are very high-priced chairs. But just buy some, a little new chair, maybe a new hair dryer. Maybe you denied yourself the new hair dryer. It's, you can feel it starting to, I don't have that problem anymore, but it's starting to, um, and I don't think they even used hair dryers as much back then um, when I used a hair dryer or would have. Whatever, just a little thing that enhances, paint a wall. What's painting a wall cost? A quart of, you can get a quart of paint for five, ten dollars. Then all it takes is the half hour, hour of your time. Paint one wall a certain color. Boom, you've upgraded your surroundings. Also, now we're getting into some of my lists. That was her list. And other blogs that I looked at had similar things to that. But also, this is something I want to bring up. Don't make resolutions. Don't make resolutions. Make declarations. Resolutions get lost. Allow the revelations that especially that you're having this week as you go through your accomplishment list and your lessons learned list, let those revelations inspire the declarations that you're going to have for 2022. 
not necessarily January 1st, 2022. Again, it doesn't have to be January 1st that all this starts. It could be February 1st. It could be March 1st. Who cares? Just 2022. It's a great time this week to update, create, or add to your vision board as well. Even if your vision board isn't on a, you know, post piece of poster board, some people just keep a vision board in their head. That's fine. Um, it's, it's, it's really actually kind of cool and I think very advantageous to take the time, whether it's an hour, we did a couple of, two, two three years ago, we did a, a vision board um, uh, workshop here and it was a three hour, we did a three hour workshop and some of it was going through the whole explanation of what a vision board is and doing some spiritual stuff around it and some prayer and some meditation. But then we got to the really fun part and that is taking the magazines and cutting pictures and words out. That act of physically doing things, don't do this on your, well, you can do it on your computer if you're pulling pictures and kind of creating something because then there's movement. You're not just doing this with words, but you're moving things. You're looking for things. You're Googling images and go, yeah, this is this is this year. But cut things out, make the physical board. There's, there's a magic to doing it physically that, that goes above and beyond doing it intellectually or even in your imagination. And you know how much I talk about imagination and feeling equaling belief and manifesting. Now that brings me to not only not make resolutions, but instead of resolutions, let's make recognitions. And one of the recognitions we want to continue to make and continue to remind ourselves is who and what we are grateful for. The attitude of gratitude, as they say. The energy of gratitude is an energy of havingness. When we do our spiritual mind treatment, when we do our uh, affirmative prayers, there's always in the, the five-step science of mind version of affirmative prayer, um, especially, there's always a uh, gratitude section or more and more uh, as you're watching us, there's an appreciation section because we appreciate what we already have. That's what all that's about. So let us know we are grateful for our successes in 2022. We are grateful for the lessons learned in 2022. Not just grateful for the successes in 2021 and the lessons learned in 2021, but those for 2022 in advance, let us be grateful. In advance, let us be grateful for that which we will think, feel, and act on as far as our prosperity in the new year. We want to continue to, and this is continuous, this never ends. Don't, there's no ending to this. And I don't say that in a negative way or in a way to scare you, but there is no end to ending the caloric intake of negative snacks. We snack on the negative. I do. Don't think you're the only one that snacks on negative stuff in your life. The news gets very loud. And we have to take uh, uh, intentional and specific action to um, let that, if it goes into our ears, to let it go out the other ear. 
as as probably your mother said you were doing every time she asked you to do something as one in one ear not the other or your teacher in elementary school especially recognize that you are the god in your life that might be a little controversial to some people not the people in this room they've heard this many times but especially new people the god that you are in your life because the god of your life is you yes there is this divine presence that's all around that created the universe the big bang etc cetera, etc cetera, whatever you want to call that but it is expressing itself through each and every one of us individually and and personally and when we recognize that when we embody that idea wow are we empowered that's what joan of arc was all about i want to read you um my article this week for those who don't get our articles and if if you'd like to um um get our articles uh they come out about every thursday or friday i i have an e-blast tells you what's going on on sunday who's who our guests are has the affirmations in it affirmative incantations and i write a little article or i put a little poem or something in there and the article um this oh anyway so if if you are interested in doing that i'll put this in the talk here um you can write to us at ntsc at newthoughtsc.org. You'll see that in um, later on in, in, in our uh, credits and stuff. Anyway, this is what I wrote in the article this week, and I wanted to repeat this verbally. I wrote, the Christ consciousness that is celebrated on Christmas is waiting inside you, ready to illuminate the authentic you, the divine you, in all your glory. For each and every one of us is a gloried expression of the one, brought to earth at this time and in this form to be living all-encompassing presence of the universal truth in body, mind, and spirit. You do not have to be of a virgin birth to be anointed you are not limited in how much spiritual food you can fill yourself with at the end of your mind and you are completely and naturally capable of being open and receptive to the gifts of wisdom from the source of light east west north south ancient and modern the star at the top of that Christmas tree in your house or in the mall is a symbol of guidance, a symbol of inspiration, and the infinite potential of dreams and manifesting in your life. With faith, we can accomplish everything we believe in and attempt. As Shakespeare wrote, in measure for measure in the first act's fourth scene our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt i don't use attempt as a as a uh, get out of jail free card I don't use the word attempt like resolution that you know within a week or so that's going to be history already. 
Attempt is the beginning of doing. And the last paragraph of my article was, the gifts that were given as described in the story of the Magi remind us of our powers of healing, which is what the frankincense uh, symbolized, forgiving and moving forward, which is what myrrh symbolized. Myrrh at that time was um, what they used to uh, uh, help embalm people, because at that time, especially Egyptians, they embalmed people, you know, in the pyramids. Myrrh was part of the process. And part of the process, especially for the Egyptians, which was where some of these um, early traditions came from, because that's what was going on at that time. It was kind of their version of, of the pagan rituals that a lot of Christmas uh, um, traditions come from. Was about forgiveness. When you died in the Egyptian tradition, um, it was about forgiveness and moving forward into the what they would call what their version of heaven would be like most in the Judeo-Christian well, mostly tradition, uh, Christian traditions think of as heaven. And the richness of the divine within, which is gold. That's gold. You may even say that's platinum. Some people believe platinum is worth more than gold. But back then, gold was the highest amount, the highest representation of the most worth that humans could hold on to. So those three gifts from the Magi, we can deal with today. The frankincense is the power of healing, not just your body, but your mind, your life. Forgiving and moving forward through the myrrh and the richness of the divine within gold. Let us practice faith in all our endeavors, faith in these natural powers we possess. You are the light of the world. Shine it brightly. Gift it nightly and live it sprightly. As we end the 21st year of the 21st century, I want to know for each and every one of you peace, health, happiness, and joy. Not only this week, this week of contemplation, this week of rest, Relaxation, restoration, rebooting. But next week, when you go back to work or school, and every week afterwards, bless you all. And have a happy and graceful and prosperous new year. Thank you so much. Namaste. Thank you. So